Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Adventures. I am once again your host and GM, Sinstaku, and with me today is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Nerali, the tiefling cleric slash monk. Jack? Hey, I'm Jack. I play Fikir, the elf warlock. Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron. I play Lavis, the halfling cleric. William? I'm William. I play Graza, the half-wolf bloodhunter. And Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. I play Maeve, the Blue Vein Blood Mage. And Cody is not with us today. He is traveling via airplane, uh, which means that his character has suddenly and spontaneously died. Uh, no, he hasn't. But um, so uh, <coughs> a couple of housekeeping things at the top of the show. Uh, first of all, I am coming up from strep throat or not strep throat, but a sinus infection. So you will hear me coughing, period, end of sentence. Um, secondly, I am my, – my child is currently – my newborn who is uh, – who will be a month old in two days um, uh, is sitting next to me sleeping. If he starts to cry, we'll pause the recording and other things that happen, we'll probably pause the recording. But just so you guys know, if you suddenly if, – if you suddenly hear a shift in tone or conversation, it's because we had to pause the recording. So um, – but yeah, when last we left our heroes – uh, they were uh, opening a hole in the ground uh, after so they had been they had come to the they had come to the uh, the small farming community of effort um, with, uh, and had uh, you know upon looking at the notice board saw that you know requests for things for requests for purchasing things requests for uh, you know uh, assistance with various menial farm tasks and also a request for assistance with uh, some some trouble that the village was having. Uh, and to if if any adventurers were passing through to inquire at the town hall, which you did, and learned that the village was uh, was currently under the was under attack, kind of, by a group of cultists, uh, ritualists of some kind, who they were who were kidnapping people from the village and sacrificing them out in the fields. Um, you so you took the job, which uh, currently has the village basically the villages. Uh, emergency fund uh, as your reward, um, and uh, ventured forth into the last to the last known sighting of a ritual site. Uh, you found it, and you followed it back to an open area uh, where the grass was blight. You, f you followed it back to an open area um, along the way, discovering that these cultists were likely t uh, uh, tenants of or following the tenants of Idos, um, and uh, found a trap door in the ground. Cleverly hidden, that one of you uh, realized had a secret. It had a had a uh, while, while while half the party was trying to figure out how to magic the door open. I think Graza went over and pulled a you know and twisted a stick, and it came up. Or or not Graza, but Jack or somebody did. And uh, yes, the, the, the door opened. Yeah, was like, oh, here's a break. <laughs> trees. Graza found the door. Fakir opened the door. Yeah, it's like oh look, click. Um, so, you are staring down into the darkness below, before you, uh, Maeve has lit a, what is called a drift globe, uh, which is a small crystal sphere that emits light and, and, and follows after her. Um, yes, and so you are all standing at the precipice. Theod, ever bold, begins walking forward. Okay, I'm gonna, yeah, I will walk forward, because light, I can be sneaky, and I'll move ahead to, to be scout. Right. So, everyone who's trying to be sneaky, roll me a stealth check. 
Fakir's got his uh, magic eyes on. Okay. I am not great at stealth, but I will give it a shot for the sake of everyone else. Roll that stealth check. I mean, you rolled a 16, which is good. Well. All right. So, Fakir has the lowest stealth, but fortunately, it's a communal stealth check. So, um, the, the group of you, as quiet as possible, Fakir sometimes forgetting to duck and whacking his head on a, on a, on a rock, um, you know, just uh, stopping to cuss for a second and then move on. Um, the group of you make your way quietly through the cave. It's not a long cave. It's not a winding cave. It's a very short cave. Uh, you, 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 you quickly come around to a corner where you stop and peer around and see a large open area um, in which you see six figures. Well, you see eight figures. Actually, you see nine figures. One of them's dead. Um, you see three robed figures uh, standing sort of at, at triangle points around an altar that is clearly been used for blood sacrifices. Um, in the middle of the altar, you see... Uh, so, And then outside around them, you see two well-muscled, like, sort of warrior-type standing guard. Um, in the middle of the altar, you see a tall human, uh, well-armored man with a pair of swords at his hips, uh, standing over a what is obviously a farmhand that has been captured. Um, and as the... As the... Um, the uh, robed figures are chanting, and this, this, very, this is this sort of arcane chant, you see energy sort of ripple through them and be directed at the captured farmhand, and it then sort of blasts back to the standing warrior. Um, as it does, you see his... So he's, he's fairly fair hair, fair, fair skin, you know, sort of a fair skin complexion, um, and dark-haired. Uh, as this energy sort of siphons through the farmhand into the into the other, um, his skin darkens. It goes from you know white to just ebony black, and his hair uh, just erupts into this shock white color. You'd almost swear he was he was actually a drow if it wasn't for the obviously human features. Um, and as this transformation comes over them, uh, the uh, body of the farmhand withers and crumples as if the very life essence of it was being drained into this man. Um, and as the spell finishes, the sacrificed farmhand's body crumples into dust. And on standing in, standing atop this altar, this, this now transformed individual has seems to have gained a bit of muscle mass and, and sort of bends his neck and you hear the sound of you know the joints popping as he does so. That's only seven people. Where are the other two? They're, the other two are... Uh, so, one of them just died. The other two are captives sitting to the side of one altar. Sitting to the side of the altar. Okay, so that is, that is nine. Grand total. Okay. Right. As, as he steps... Wait. Yeah. I, <laughs> so, are you, are, you, are you watching or are you doing something? Oh, no, I'm doing something. going to do something. Okay, so you're just going to try and do something before anybody does anything. So you're about thirty feet away, and while you are preparing to do something, the uh, one of the road figures steps up, the man steps down, and another person is placed on the altar. So what are you about? What are you doing as this happens? Okay. I'm guiding the cast dominate person on. Damn it! The cast dominate person on the big guy. Okay, as Norali does what? 
<laughs> is guiding bolting the big fucker. Okay, so what happens to dominate person if the person is hit by your party? Um, they make a wisdom saving throw every time they take damage. Okay, sweet. So we'll say uh, roll initiative, the, both of you. Both of you roll initiative, and we'll see who goes first. Okay. Neurali gets a 20. Neurali goes first, it might actually be for a benefit. Yeah, me going first with Fakir gets a 5. Alright. Yep. Uh, so, Neurali, make your attack. Uh, so the bolt blasts past this individual, drawing the attention of the group as they turn towards you. Uh, Fakir. Your spell goes off. What's the DC? 17. Uh, so you feel you, you reach out with your with your spell to try to ensnare um, this person, but as you do the you, you sort of feel the and you're watching with you're watching with Matt, you're, you know with your with your eyes. Um, you see the air around him fracture as your spell as the essence of your spell heads towards him, and that fracturing just sort of dissipates the spell. Okay. You're the only one that sees it fracture, though. Right. Um, all right, so let's have everybody roll initiative. <laughs> as, you've, that? as you've started... Nope, that was your initiative against Fakir. This is your initiative against the guy you missed. <laughs> I have my glasses of truth on. Is it possible for me to see uh, something around our... Nope. Uh, you do not see anything that is invisible currently, or any illusions. But you're really quick on your feet. <laughs> no illusions. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Let me uh, add everybody here. Do 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 Alright, so Maeve has a stunningly fast twenty-four. Uh Fakir has a far less stunningly fast thirteen. Uh Nirali has an even less stunningly fast eleven, but stunningly ties with Graza, also at eleven. Uh, not really that stunning, considering we have the same initiative modifier. Lavis, Lavis has a uh, a fifteen, a, a a a respectable fifteen. Uh, how, let's see what Theod has. Let's see what Theod gets. Theod. Uh, initiative. Theod's initiative is a 14. All right. Um, so. Blah, blah, blah. Let me roll their initiative real quick. All right. So we have the big man who's who is going to be going at a number. Uh, we have the robed figures, which are going to be going at 
smaller numbers. Well, only slightly smaller numbers. And we have the other transmogrified individuals, which are going to be going at a number. Hmm. You guys are fighting some really fast cultists. Damn it. So, let's organize. So, am I the only one who doesn't see anything in the turn order? Uh, you should see everything in the turn order. No, I, I see nothing. Well, I see everything, so. <laughs> Probably because we're not viewing the same screen as you. Yeah, we're still on the map. Oh, that's right. You'll see it in a minute. Uh, so, let's go over here. Da da da. Now do you see it? Yes. yes. Holy balls, those are some fast cultists. Alright, so, uh, we'll go ahead and, um, let's see, Nerali and Fakir were in the front because they stepped out to do things. Yep. Which means that Theod and Grauza and Maven, everybody was behind. Um, they were arranged slightly differently, but they're gonna, they're, they basically adjust to these positions as they see you guys coming in. <laughs> And the large, uh, the large now ebony warrior sort of looks over, sees you all, um, kicks the farmhand that was going to be sacrificed next off the altar and to the ground, and rushes the group. Uh, he moves with a surprisingly swift gait uh, as he seems to walk, but walks way faster than you expect a person to walk towards you stepping up to Nerali, uh, with both of his blades drawn. You see that, uh, he's, again, he, he's a human, but with skin ebony and hair white. And, uh, Fakir, looking at him, you still see these sort of cracks in the air around him. Um, and you see energy seeping from those cracks into him and into his blades. As he makes a swing. Bring it. Does a 16 hit you? Uh, 16, I believe, just hits me. Just hits me. All right. Uh, which means a 17 also hits you. All right. Yes. So he comes, he steps forward, he sort of ducks forward and brings both blades up in sort of an X pattern, slicing you across the chest, dealing... Uh, dealing 9 points of slashing damage and 13 points of slashing damage. Okay. So, just bam, bam. My reaction to Hellish Rebuke. Okay. What's the DC on that? Fire on him. It should actually, I think that should actually be higher than what it lists there. Um, is, it, is it higher than a 17? No. Okay. So, uh, he takes half of that, which is going to be 5. five. He takes five damage from the hellish rebuke, which comes <coughs> shriek. Um, 
now that you guys are you know see sort of a clearer picture of the people behind you, you see that there there are three robot figures, two of whom have masks, one of whom just has a long shadow under his you know over his face, um, and the one with the long shadow has a large tome in his arm. Uh, the one with the large shadow. Uh, flips his hand out and the tome hovers in front of him. And as it does, he, he holds a hand over it and recites an incantation. And as he does, you guys hear the ground being disturbed and to his left and right flinging him, skeletal, the skeletal bones of previous victims crawl out of the ground and just sort of pull themselves out. You see two fully formed skeletons um, and four uh, skeletons uh, of whom there is no no lower body. They're just dragging themselves along the ground uh, as they move to the token lair. Get their stats here real quick, and I will roll their initiative as Maeve goes. All right, seeing our many uh, foes. Oh wow, so many foes. Um, I am going to move, I believe. Um, let me see. So the cave is only... So if you look on the map and you see where the color of the tiles suddenly change... Uh, here, I'll, mar- uh, I'll, mar- I'll, mark- I'll mark it out for you so you guys can see uh, how big the cave is that you're in. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Uh, We're going to go with uh, a line here. There you go. So that's how big the cave is. Okay. And the entrance is... Um, I would like to move to a place where I'm not in front of any of my party members, if that's possible. Okay. You are currently at the Um, back, so... I sure am. Um, I would like to go... over... There. Okay. Oops, that didn't work. Well, you have to click and yeah, to switch from the ruler to the uh, pointer. Oh, you're correct. I will go over here, um, and then I will look at our many foes, and I will cast sleep. Okay. So you have to roll five d eight. Uh, actually, are you are you casting at a level higher than second level? Um, no. Okay. Um, so you're casting it at, you're casting it at second level. Yeah. Alright, so roll 5d, just a slash roll 5d8. So 26 hit dice worth of creatures fall asleep. Uh, it's a 20, 20 feet of a point you choose. So where are you Where are you pointing this thing at? Uh, right. That probably didn't do a darn thing, did it? You just click and hold it. It'll do a thing with the pointer. Oh, perfect. Right there. All right. So you cast the sleep spell right there, and nothing appears to happen. Everyone of course it doesn't. Everyone of course it doesn't. It's just par for the week. 
Uh, well, it's hard against if, her. If, I'm if, just going to take a nap right here, guys. Sorry, I'm all done now, I guess. You can't sleep on yourself. Yep, I'm done. Bye, guys. Well, I mean, if if they if they only had 26 hit points, it wouldn't really be a tough fight. All right. So. Uh, I, I heard you try to talk me into a higher level and did nothing about it. That's, uh, is there anything else you want to do? So you still got a you still you still got a bonus action if there's a spell you can cast with that or something you want to do with it. Are cantrips bonus actions then? No, they're they're actions. Some of them say bonus. Actions. Some of them can be bonus actions. Just gonna stand here and consider the right. choices that have led me to this moment. All right, so may may have may have runs off to the side, recites a spell, throws her hand out, and uh, <laughs> nothing <laughs> appears to happen. Which may have been the purpose. Um, uh, all right. So the second, the the the, the, the mask, the masked casters. Uh, now uh, you see that they're not holding any sort of a tome, but they reach a hand back, um, and you see dark energy erupt from the chest of one of the captives. Um. And sort of like split off towards both of these two casters, who then blast this ener- this beam of energy at um, sort of past Fakir and Nerali towards the two half orcs in the back, Theod and Graza. Uh, Graza, I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Yay! And Theod fails his Constitution saving throw because he's not here. So the beam strikes the on the chest and he collapses to the ground um, un- seemingly unconscious. Graza, um, you take you take 11 points of necrotic damage and something feels wrong. Alright, uh, and now the... Oh, sorry, let me let me roll for those skeletons while I'm still sitting here. Alright, so... The legless skeletons have a swift and furious six. <laughs> the legged skeletons have a swifter and far more furious 18. Alright. Uh, so, those casters have turned... So now the other warriors turn. Uh, they uh, seem, seem to have not really noticed Maeve as she stepped off from the side uh, and close ranks with their uh, leader. The, That's the good thing about the spell not going off is it doesn't draw attention to you. <laughs> Um, no, if you don't do anything, no one pays attention to anything. <laughs> These two... It can be really useful, actually. I mean, unlike mine, where I missed and it drew Ta-da! attention to me. <laughs> um, th- well, yours... The difference is yours is a beam of sunlight yes, and hers is no, waggling fingers. <laughs> Just waving my hands. Yep. Cool. Okay. I'll get him next time, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> You're still the only one who they, who's attacked or high in the initiative order. So you get to clean up after we all get slaughtered. Hey, yeah. Uh, 
Um, okay, so the other two warriors that have approached also also have um, this ebony skin, and uh, Fakir, looking at them, you also see these cracks around them. You notice that the casters do not have that have those. Um, <coughs> they do, however, have a dark energy uh, sort of in like emanating from them and receding towards the ceiling and if you look up you see more cracks in the ceiling that this energy is coming from um the uh um so yeah the these guys uh, only have single weapons they both have a sword and they attack uh Fakir and Nerali because they're in the front sweet uh Fakir does a 19 and an 18 hit you? And Nerali, does a 21 and a 16 hit you? Yep. Alright, Fakir. Uh, Jack, you're muted. Cannot hear you. Did they, did they take, did the one attacking me take his disadvantage from my dad? Ah! Um, well, we'll consider that first one to be his disadvantage then. Uh, does an, uh, does an 18 hit you. The 18 will, yes. Okay. We'll roll his second attack um, with disadvantage. I'll take my reaction. Actually, I'll take my reaction between the two since he hit me with the first one. Okay. Two, two, two. Misty Step. Uh, it's not Misty Step. It's called something else, but yeah. <laughs> misty like Escape. Misty Escape. Yes. That one. All right. So you only take damage yeah. from one of these. So you take uh, 11 points of damage and then poof, disappear in a puff of mist. Uh, I don't know if you had any... Okay, I don't know if you had any uh, in reaction to the cracks that you were seeing, but you were muted at that point. So if you had something you wanted to say, you could say it now. Yeah, he, well, on his turn, he was going to make an arcana check to see if he could figure out what those were. Okay. And, uh, Nerali, you take 11 points of damage and 6 points of damage. Okay. From the next guy attacking. That's so good. Alright, Lavis. Your turn. Do I know why the odd collapsed? Make a... You can make a medicine check. Okay. I'm good at that. And also okay. make a... Also make a perception check. Oh, okay. That too. All right, so your medicine, your medicine check tells you that he's suffering from some form of affliction. Uh, it's 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 magical affliction. It's not a it's not like a like something magical happened to him. Um, the perception check. So much information about well, what I could do to fix it, and or or if it's an immediate threat. The perception check tells you that his skin, which is previously sort of a dusky, sort of a pale color, is slowly beginning to turn ebony. Okay. Do I have any idea if rest, lesser restoration would help or healing would help? You have no idea. He doesn't seem injured. Like, there's no physical wound, and he is still breathing. But he seems to... He's just not there. <laughs> It's... I think the likelihood I'd be able to help 
is low, but... Meanwhile, you have seen Nerali yeah. take four sword hits to the chest. Yeah, that was my thought. I <laughs> want to help Nerali first, because I know I can help with that. Um, <coughs> scoot over here, healing word Nerali, and then hit the guy with my mace. All right, you have advantage because you're on the other side of him. So. Yep. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm trying to find the second level healing word. Healing word, second level. Back. So, Nerali, you heal 15, and then Lavis gains 4, but hasn't been injured, so... Uh, you, so you're feeling slightly better. Slightly. And makes an attack with advantage against the Ebony Warrior. <coughs> uh, hits! Roll damage. Yay. These guys are easier to hit. Uh, so you strike him with the 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 mace, and it it flashes as the radiant dam as the radiant attack hits it. So like you hit it with the mace, and then just this bright flash of light, and you see him sort of reel over. It seems like he got hurt way more than you hit him. Like something about the mace seems yeah. to hurt him a lot more than the mace itself. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I say that radiant damage hurt without saying radiant damage hurt. The, the divine power of your mace seems to sing to flesh and burn more truly than you think it would. And that's when Nerali just grins. All right. So Theod. Theod. Finally, isn't the one that's resisted. Theod is down. Fakir. Um, bonus action to put Hex on this guy. The big guy or the small guys? Oh no, the the, the robed wizard that does not wearing a mask. All the right, with the book. Yep, the dude with the book. He's got a book, and I want that book. <laughs> All right, he's been hexed. And two eldritch blasts at him. All right. Yeah. I- uh, that misses. Fourteen misses. Damn it! You should just—you should have just dumped your wand of magic missiles into him. A twenty-three hits. Roll damage. Oh, that's gonna—that's gonna be next. So the 17. the 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 blast of energy, the the eldritch blast itself hits him. Mm-hmm. But you see, you, because you have your eyes on right now, you can actually see the effect of the necrotic energy of your hex, and it yeah. seems like the. The amount of damage that he takes from the necrotic energy is reduced by uh-huh. sorry is is sorry it, the amount of damage he takes from the force of the eldritch blast appears to be reduced uh-huh. due to the necrotic energy pumping into him. Okay, um, and then I'm going to make an Arcana check on the guys with the cracks around them to see if I can get any better information. But I'm a little distracted by the yeah. fact that my necrotic energy thing doesn't work very well. Yeah, you're, you're distracted by the fact that your hex doesn't seem to be working the way you intended it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do not make a successful arcana check. So, uh, Norelli, I think you have the higher dex than Graza, correct? Uh, 16. I'm yeah. also 16. Oh. Both of you roll me a d20. Uh... Yeah. 
All right, Narali, you're going first. Sure. That was, that was a waste That's of That's where I roll my 20. Yeah. Damn it. We're doing really well at initiative against party members today. That's okay. That's okay. So I, I, I sort of crouch down, slam my hand into the ground, and do Radiance of the Dawn, which is centered in a 30... Uh, uh, all creatures within 30 feet of me that are hostile has to make, which is uh, a lot of people, um, has to make a constitution saving throw. They take 2d10 plus my cleric level radiant damage, half on a successful save. Okay. So I have to make a lot of saving throws. <laughs> what kind of saving throw is it? It is a uh, constitution. Alrighty. And hold on just a second. I'm going to... Because I just realized I have never bumped up because this should actually be... It's 2d10 plus my cleric level. Let me know what the DC... What's the DC? The DC is uh, 16. Okay. Hopefully they're all vulnerable to Radiant. And the damage is just... Uh, is, is it 10 is the damage right now? It's 10 damage, yeah. Okay. And Radiant. All right, so the... Uh, you, you punch and poof, this Radiant Light explodes from around you. <coughs> Thick hair. Oh, and it also banishes any magical darkness within 30 feet, but... I mean, the room is lit. I'm assuming there isn't any. No, there isn't. <laughs> uh, Fakir, you see the crackling energy from around the warriors sort of absorb partial of it, but they still seem to take the brunt of the damage. Or they still seem to take damage from it. Um, okay. The casters... The, the, only cast, the only caster that seems uh, uh, particularly nonplussed by it is the one with the big book. Um... And the uh, the uh, skeletons all sort of get hit and just disintegrate. And for my th- uh, four of the skeletons, I should say, get hit and disintegrate. Awesome. And for my uh, bonus action, I will. Rather, the only other person that's hurt. Uh, yeah. You're unconscious. Well, yes, but I can't do anything about that. So I will healing work, Graza. <laughs> Uh, Graza, you take four points of damage. Oh, that's interesting. Oops! So Nerali looks back and... Is it obvious to us, at least? Well, so... So, so, so Nerali looks back and swings a hand out and mutters the healing word. And as, it, as she does so, you feel a sudden burning sensation in your chest, Graza, uh, which caused you to double over... Uh, as you take four points of healing to have damage from the healing. Um, at this point, you can now see that your skin is starting to turn black. This is going to be fun. All right, Graza, your turn. Which one of these guys cast that spell at me? Uh, the two masked, the, the two masked <laughs> casters. One? They both cast at both of us. Which uh, one? 
the uh, the one basically immediately in front of you cast at you, okay, and the other one, one cast at Theod. I'm assuming that I'm assuming that raging with Bloodseeker is a bonus action, like a barbarian's rage. Yes. So I am going to rage with Bloodseeker. All right. And hi. All right. So that gets two attacks of opportunity as you go. Let me, let me see if I, let me see if it does actually five. I mean, no, you I you you were around the outside. You were so you get one attack of opportunity then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm assuming your 20 hits you. Yeah. <coughs> you take 12 damage. That's six. As one of the warriors slices you as you pa- as you run past. All right. So you are up to the caster that hit you with that spell. Hi. That's awful. And you miss. Thankfully, I got two attacks. That's, wow. You hit that time. Okay. Um, I add how much does a barbarian's rage add right now to my damage? It doesn't. It does. Barbarian rage adds damage. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh. I, I, I think so. I'm assuming it's a barbarian of my level. Sure, we'll go with that. Which would be an extra three damage to this. So... That's a one. I can re-roll that. You're just rolling all the low numbers today. Ten plus eleven. Eight. There we go. All right. Nineteen points of damage as your blade slices across the chest of this of this caster, who suddenly found itself in very close range to the angry half orc. Yep. All right, and top of the round, our warrior goes first. Our warrior leader goes first. So <coughs> he now sees that uh, the angry half orc has run towards the casters, and because he's not stupid, he turns to move towards him or towards her, getting it, make, causing attack of opportunity from the Raleigh. All right. And actually, freaking that misses. So Nerali kicks out and the warrior just ducks underneath the, the kick uh, as he moves very quickly over to flank Graza from punches from, the gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punches, but still misses. Um, as the warrior goes over to flank Graza. Put those on my feet. <laughs> anyway. Graza. Trying to change where your weapon slots are. <laughs> Well, no, but she just kicks more off and then she punches as a rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming a 20 hits you. Uh, maybe not. No, it doesn't. Hey! So he comes around with one strike and you bend back with the, with, the, with the weapon and just knock it away. His other sword comes in from the other side. Uh, 25 also, I'm assuming, hits you. Yep. Uh, so you knock one sword away as the other one sinks, uh, you know, bites in deep. Dealing 13 points of damage. Um, this is not, this is magical damage. Does Barbarian Rage reduce magical damage? I think that's the totem of the bare feet. Yeah, that's totally with the bear. Yeah, so this, you, you. Flash, yeah. 
You didn't feel magical damage from the other warriors, but from this guy, you do. And unfortunately, I'm not a high enough level blood hunter to be able to transform mid-combat effectively. All right, uh, Caster's turn. The primary guy sees that Fakir has sort of targeted him with a hex, and you can't see his face under the hood, but you can feel like he's smiling. Um, as he turns, hand still hovering over the book, and directs a palm towards the warlock. <coughs> uh, what does this spell do? I need to know what the spell does. One second. Well, the good news is we mean, we know it's not Fireball. <laughs> no, it, it's, it is not Fireball. Hang on. Okay. Do-do-do-do-do. You know what's fun about blood curses? What? They don't require concentration. Okay. So I can use them while I'm raging. Good. Also, presumably, that has to do with werewolf form being a little bit... Werewolf form is very very dangerous right now. I cannot concentrate if I'm raging. I cannot... I I automatically fail the wisdom save to not lash out at whatever's closest. Mm -hmm. All right, so for care... That said, I get almost all the benefits of being a werewolf with this rage right now. So, the a 20 in a 20 foot radius around Fakir. Um, we're going to make this a circle. Is including only that one of the skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> That's close enough. Um, in a 20-foot radius around Fakir, the ground suddenly darkens. Actually, no, we're gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna adjust it slightly further over. Because he does, he doesn't necessarily care about the life of his comrade. This guy's a winner. Uh, so, Graza, the ground underneath you and the ground underneath Fakir and two of the warriors suddenly darkens. And you see, you feel all vision sort of fade as this magical darkness engulfs you. And you feel an otherworldly coldness as you all take... Uh, doesn't Hunger of Adar give us a, give a save? Not until you end your turn in it. Yep, you take... Uh, eight points of cold damage as you hear these otherworldly whisperings and these milky white white tentacles sort of f- come up from the ground and sort of start to try to wrap themselves around you. And I will read from the book. You open, you open a gateway to the dark between the stars, a region infested with unknown horrors. A 20-foot radius sphere of blackness and bitter cold appears, centered on a point of... Point 
with range and on a, on a point within range and lasting for the duration. This voice is filled with a cacophony of soft whispers and slurping noises that can be heard from up to 30 feet away. So you're all hearing it. Um, no light, magical or otherwise, can illuminate the area and, and creatures within fully, with, creatures fully within the area are blinded. That means Graza, Fakir, and the two other warriors inside it. The Void creates a warp in the fabric of space and the area's difficult terrain. Any creature that starts its turn in the area takes 2d6 cold damage. Any creature that ends its turn in the area must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 acid damage as milky otherworldly tentacles rub against it. I just went ahead and did the 2d6 cold damage at the top because it's going to be a while until it's your turn. So... Go. All right. And they also take eight points of damage. Well, yeah. All right. Uh, so, uh, it may, if it's now your turn. Right. <coughs> We're not going to try sleep again. That was fun, guys, right? <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> Let's try something else here. All righty. I'm going to cast a firebolt at. How about at that guy right there? All right, so at the at the primary caster. And if it hits this guy, that'd be okay too. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the. I'm just saying, I'm feeling a lot of pressure to do better than last time. Roll the attack. I know your pain. Not this week, man. Yes, Norelli does. I've been through a lot of pain this week. <laughs> <coughs> I can't find it. Shoot. So the firebolt careens off to one side, splashing into a wall at the far end of the cave. For my bonus action, I just like to lie down and sob. <laughs> Maeve, Maeve lies down and sobs. <laughs> Maybe not the laying down part because then I would have to get back up. <laughs> All right. Just sobbing. Maybe just sobbing now. <laughs> uh, the two, the two masked casters, the two masked casters. Now that Graza can't see them anymore. Um, not there. No, but I don't think you get a tax opportunity if you're blinded, do you? No, you just have disadvantage on them. Okay, so uh, you do get. All right. Uh, well, they step away. I've, I've used I've used my reaction to to deflect that guy's sword attack. So you did. You did. So they move away, uh, stepping back to the altar, um, and sort of waving magical in, weaving magical energy about in their hands. Uh, launch a set of eldritch blasts towards uh, Lavis and Rilly. I. Cool. It's fine. Ooh, blood curses also don't require you to be able to see your target as long as you know they're there. Well, on eight, I know misses Norali. Yes, it does. Does a twenty-two miss Norali? No, it does not miss. All right. Does a twenty-two miss Lavis? No. Does a fifteen miss Lavis? Yes. All right. So you both take one hit. Nerali, you take eight points of damage as this right. as this black bolt of energy slams into your chest. Um, and Lavis, you take ten points of damage as a very similar bolt 
hits you. You feel the force of the blast sort of knock you back slightly. And this came from these fuckers right here, right? Yep. All right. You saw two. They they, they blasted out multiple bolts, multiple bur- bursts of energy. They they sort of skipped the first two, skipped past both of you, but the second two struck true. Um. Now these uh, warriors take their turn. One of them steps outside of the uh, darkness and makes a roll to make sure he actually makes it out of the darkness. He does. Um, and continues his attack on Nerali. Okay. And the other one steps slightly so that he does not leave your uh, threatened range, but is now flanking Nerali and continues his attack as well. So, right. Nerali, let's see if they hit you with some advantage going on. <laughs> I'm gonna guess yes. You never know. Never know. I rolled an okay initiative. I'll be there soonish. Right, Nerali, does a 21 hit you? Yes, it does. Does a nineteen? Does a nineteen hit you? Yes, it does. Does a twenty-eight? Uh, that's a crit. Mm, that's fun. <laughs> and I'm assuming a nineteen also hits you. Yep. All right, let's roll some dice. <laughs> so we'll do the we'll do the crit first. Fortunately, I rolled low on the crit. You only take ten points of slashing damage. Sweet. That's pretty good for <laughs> a crit. Uh, you also take thirteen points. You take thirteen points of slashing damage from a non-crit. You okay. took you took more damage. I rolled two d eight plus five. You took more damage from the one d eight plus five than you did from the two d eight plus five. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Nine points of damage. Okay. And six points of damage. As they just dig into you with their blades. I mean, at least it made it until the last one. Oh, you, are you on? Zero. And Raleigh falls to the ground. <laughs> as opposed, because I, I was seriously concerned that the, the crit was going to bring me down enough. Uh, all right. So the uh, skeletons that are still standing uh, make their move. And they're just stupid, so they just move towards the closest thing. But they can't quite get to Maeve. <laughs> and this one moves into the darkness, because, again, it's stupid. But it doesn't see. It senses magically, so... Uh, it's going to get a uh, disadvantaged roll attack against Graza. Uh, with the minus two from raging, my AC is fifteen. Well, a nine certainly doesn't hit that. Yep. You hear you hear the sound of wind whistling past as something swings by your face. Something something clatters past. And <laughs> uh, Levis, Nerali just collapsed. Yeah, notice that. Okay, first thing I'm gonna do. Actually, actually, I think I'm going to do this. Um, I'm going to move here. Uh, cast a healing word, because I have that spell. Um, 
level four because the mass healing word isn't very useful when I can only see one person. All right. You heal the Raleigh for 19 and heal yourself for six. Yay. Um, then I'm going to look over to Maeve. Look, I, I tried to say there are dangerous things we do. And, and you said you were coming along and okay. Hey, and we can talk about this later. But right now, you need to focus and you need to help us get rid of these things. <laughs> wow. Because they're two biggest damage dealers or Wow. What? Like, <laughs> what doing? like, one hell of a pep talk, Lavis. I'm sorry, Nerali and Theod are unconscious. Do you really think I was just doing some sort of improvisational shadow puppetry on the wall? It's what I've been trying to do. All right? <laughs> okay, so try harder. Try again. You miss all the time. It hasn't come back around to me yet. <laughs> and now I'm going to hit a thing with my mace. You are not good at pep talks, tiny cleric. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thinking... <coughs> I think we may have. Now, Nerali's conscious now. You still have. You still know, Nerali is. Actually, yes. Nerali is on her ass, thus not threatening anything, so you don't actually get advantage. Uh, okay, again, ignore the advantage. That's fine. You hit either one, so go ahead and roll the damage. I like a plus ten. Very useful. All right. The uh, Lavis Lavis moves around, heals Nerali, berates Maeve, and then smashes this guy with the divine mace. Once again, an explosion of light as the mace connects, and the two just staggers. <coughs> uh, Theod's out. Fakir. You are in darkness, and there's whispery stuff and slimy tentacle things. Honestly, he's not too disturbed by this, I don't think. He's going to move to here. Uh, it is difficult terrain to leave it, so you do have okay. slightly well, shorter distance. 35, so okay. yeah, I right. think he'd be able to make it. So yeah. you step out of the darkness. Um, right. Free action to drop hex. Okay. Hex is dropped. Okay. And then, yeah, we're going to whip out the Wanda Magic Missiles and burn all seven charges in one. All seven? Okay. Uh, against the guy with the book. All right. Roll damage. So that's uh, 3d6 plus 6d... Uh, sorry, 3d4 plus 64, so 9d4. I thought it was no, one d four plus one charge is one, one charge. One charge is one spell of magic missile, which is three d four plus three. Each additional charge used increases it by a spell level. Roll another two d four plus two. Yeah. Okay. That totally makes sense. So 25 plus 6 is 31. So the magic missiles smash into it. Now roll a d100 for me. So you you whip out the, the wand of magic missiles, the magic missiles spray out of it, and the arcane energy is so powerful that as you're holding it, the wand splinters and shatters in your hand. 
it was worth it, and I throw it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it you did. Yeah, Wanda Magic Missile, if you use all of its charges in a day, it has a chance to just break. That's unfortunately, you rolled pretty low. I mean, that's not, not bad. 30, 31 points of damage no, on a Wanda I mean, Magic Missile. Roll up the percentile. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Magic Missile's arc out, slam into the dude. Uh, Nerali. You right. are you are suddenly conscious again, facing the ceiling. I hop back up to my feet, um, and we will start with one hit on this dude here. <coughs> you have advantage on that. I use my command word to, to, to get the blades out. Shink. I mean, it doesn't. Same either way, but blades are cooler. Um, hey, that's fine. Slashing instead of bludgeoning. All right, that hits. Roll damage. Isn't so it thirteen celestial slashing? Yeah. Yes. Is it radiant, or is it just? It is n- uh, no. You no. Yeah. just described it as celestial. Yeah, celestial metal. Yeah. It's not celestial damage. The metal is celestial, which means right. it, it bypasses certain things. But in this right, case, exactly. it doesn't matter. All right, you psh, you just rake him across the chest. He is now bleeding heavily. He and second attack on. Yeah, I didn't even use an advantage on that. Oh, well. um, second attack on same guy. All right, roll with advantage. That hits. Roll damage. Second slash. Again, he's bleeding heavily. He's not dead yet, but he's bleeding heavily. All right, and Flurry of blows. I'm actually going to instead of doing my my two extra for my unarmed action, I'm using my key point to go into patient defense and take dodge as my bonus action. All right, which increases your AC to what? Which or just gives, just gives them a, a disadvantage. disadvantage on their attack rolls, which will just bring it down to normal at this point. Yep. All right. Actually, and then I will use are my you, movement. Are you okay. are you are you certain you do not want to flurry of blows? <laughs> yes, because I still only have 19 hit points. All right. I understand. I understand that it's very probable I could I could kill one of them. That's, um, that's also very probable. You can just roll two natural ones. So I take patient defense. Okay. And then I move. Shit. No, I do not because I don't want to. I stay where I'm at. Okay. All right. Graza. It's dark. So I, I draw my hand across my blade and bring it back around and throw the uh, amplified blood curse of mutual suffering at the warrior who's been attacking me. All right. Roll a, roll a D100. I take, I take three damage. Because you're blind, roll a D100. And let's see if you actually hit, if you actually connect with him. Well, he doesn't have to see them in order to put a blood curse on him. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's it's... You have to know where they're at. You don't have to. He just hit me a second ago. Yeah, but magical darkness. Anyway, but you you, you succeed either way. So, all right. Uh, So remember that it's uh, difficult difficult terrain when leaving. So, forty feet of movement. (laughs) So, yep, you're good. All right. 
You jump out of the darkness, and there's a squishy mage in front of you. <laughs> you hit. Roll damage. Let's add three to this. Uh, 16 damage. All right. Slash him. Ah. And crit with Bloodseeker. Ah. Uh, yeah, you just rip him in half. Just <laughs> he falls. Does the spell that he put on me fade away after that? Or nope. Okay. You still see that your skin is becoming black. All right. I might maybe be able to fix that. I don't know. Uh, top of the round. Got some ideas. Superior warrior's turn. He exits the darkness from behind Graza. And comes in for the attack. <coughs> does a 21 hit you? Uh, let's find out. I'm, I'm presuming it does. Oh, yeah. Let's see. That's right. Yes, it does. All right. And does the 17 hit you? Yes. Okay. Now, yeah. That one would have been parried, yes. So he comes in, slashes with one. You try to, you try to parry it, but he's, he's, he's sort of adjusted his attack to compensate for that. And as he does this, you, you can tell he's a – even before the transformation, he was a very exceptionally skilled swordsman as he slices and then stabs with the other sword. And any damage I take, he takes the full brunt of it, and it ignores his necrotic resistance. Does it ignore necrotic absorption? It, it ignores necrotic resistance. I don't know about immunity. Yeah. I'm going to say, just because it would suck for it to cure him, um, I'll just say he ignores the damage, because they're, they're healed by necrotic damage. <laughs> so I'm just going to say it ignores that, because it would suck to have him damaging you and healing himself. <laughs> Um. So you take eight and then thirteen points of magical necrotic damage, which does not heal you yet. However, uh, you actually no, uh, you do have. Sorry. Subtract half the damage he did to you previously because you do have resistance to necrotic currently, and he is dealing necrotic damage. So, so thirteen. Subtract half of that. Seven. Yep, because you currently have resistance to necrotic damage. Ten. Uh, and then, so you took eight and thirteen points of damage from this round, which is halved. Okay, so I actually lose. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot what type of damage he was dealing. Actually, lose another ten damage on top of that from what I took last time. Okay. Okay. So I'm exactly where I was before. I, before that attack hit me. Yep. Good. <laughs> All right. Um, main caster's turn. He steps away from the angry half-orc. <laughs> Looks over at Lavis, who because he's seen that mace flashing with light. Um, the book hovers in front of him. He raises a hand over it, motions, and mutters uh, in an arcane language. <coughs> and a thing happens. 
Let me look at the effect of the spell so that I know exactly what happens. So that I'm not trying to BS you by saying certain things without it being true. Uh, I'll just ask in advance is this a frightened or poison effect? It is neither. Okay. All right. So I need you to make a save. I'll tell you what the save is momentarily. I need so I need you, I need you to make a constitution saving I need I need you Maeve and Nerali to make constitution saving throws. Ah, damn it. Wait, shoot, I clicked the wrong thing. Is your save a different? It's uh, really better. You you would go you would go with the first one anyway since you just misrolled it so that actually be a 13 for you. Yeah, so yeah. Maeve would actually have a 13, and Norelli has a 9. A 9, yeah. Actually, wait, you're proficient in constitution saves, aren't you? That should be a 15, because you should have plus 4 for your level 9. Sometimes you have to uncheck and recheck the thing when you have a custom class. Yeah, because your proficiency bonus should be... Four at level nine, so you should well, actually have plus five to your constitution. The only one that would make it is Lavis, so. Yay! What, a 15? I have a really high constitution. A 15, a 15 would not make it, no. Mm-hmm. You should have plus five to your con saves. All right. Okay. I'll try to figure that so out. So, a sphere of dark energy. Like, so he, he waves a hand out, and a beam of black energy shoots out, connecting at a point sort of just past Lavis. And this sphere, this this sort of sphere of dark energy ripples out from that point, striking Lavis, Maeve, Theod, and Nerali. Theod, it doesn't seem to affect um, Nerali, Lavis, and Maeve. You feel your very life essence being sucked out of you by this by this spell. Okay, and you take. Uh, so Maeve and Nerali takes 27 points of necrotic damage. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Lavis takes half of that. So that would be 16, that would be 26 divided by 2, 13. 13 points of necrotic damage. Thud. So Nerali hits the ground again. Mm-hmm. Alright, Maeve next. It's your turn Alright I have no clue what's gonna work here You just got hit very hard Really? Lavis? <laughs> oh lord I would never have known <laughs> 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 My body Sorry, you came into the point of the game where Lavis has revealed himself to secretly be a total dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can try burning hands if you want. You could try. Maeve has a crap ton of brothers. She can take it. 
You could you could try burning hands and get both that skeleton and that caster. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Now that else has been working, sure, let's go for it. And I think you could even cast that at a higher level to do more damage. I sure could. Yeah, things that don't require attack rolls are my friend too. <laughs> Yeah, let's cast it at a second level. All right. I don't know how to do that better, but here we go. Uh, Just cast a spell and roll the extra damage yourself. Yeah. Unless you want to be me and have literally every spell you can cast in your spell sheet. (laughs) So nine fire damage. I don't think I hit a damn thing. Uh, You definitely hit the skeleton. Oh, yeah. Maeve looks over at Lavis and goes, See? See? And waves her fire hands. <laughs> Keep doing that. So we're gonna, will I make sure no one dies? So we're going to say you moved over to here to get an accurate thing. And then under her breath, Maeve is like, Oh, look at me. I'm the cleric. I'm going to save everybody's fire hands. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Uh, so <laughs> the skeleton the skeleton catches fire and collapses. Oh, look at that! <laughs> um, the uh, <coughs> sorry, and the caster takes the full amount of damage. Oh, did the skeleton get eaten? Did the skeleton that was in the darkness get eaten because it ended its turn there? It hasn't ended its turn there. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, it did take it did it did take damage from that. Yeah, let me see how much damage it took really quick. Yeah, it's still it's still up, but it, it did take damage. And then on the start of his turn, it takes more cold damage. Yep. Uh, yeah, and he takes damage from that. All right, you you singed you have you have lit the you have lit the caster's robes on fire. He quickly stamps them out. But all right, uh, it is now the next secondary time, caster's sir, turn. Next time, it is now the secondary caster's turn. Is he going to also run away from the angry half-orc? Uh, well, he sees his friend next to the angry half-orc hitting him real good, so... That's um, He... <laughs> he does a thing. Because I have my own angry spellcaster who is standing right behind me. Yeah, but he can't really see for care from this distance. I mean, he can, but you're way bigger and in the way. Yeah, let's go with that spell. So I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Grasa. One sec. Let me see if raging... I know strength gives me advantage on... I know raging gives you advantage on strength stuff. I don't know if it's... I think it... Strength checks and, strength checks and saving throws, but not constitution. Alright, you do not take the full brunt of this damage. Uh, so you feel your body, like, starting to shred itself, but you resist it, and uh, you take nine points of thunder damage. I resist it by very And so does the swordsman, right? What? No. And so does the swordsman, right? The swordsman does not. Oh, okay, I thought whenever, I thought whenever Graza took damage, the swordsman did too. No, that's, that's, that's specifically if the swordsman attacks me. That's, the swordsman is also ignoring. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's damage from when the also the necrotic damage is, that's 
the necrotic damage wouldn't bother the swordsman anyways. Right. Because it would be necrotic damage. All right. Uh, then the two swordsmen around Neroli and Lavis. Well, Neroli's down on the ground. Ah. Uh-huh. And but one but the, the one one of them is more irritated at Lavis than Neroli. The other one's just going to stab Neroli. So Neroli, you take two death saving throws. All right. Two failed death saving throws. Um, and then he steps around you. He just like sort of reaches out and stabs you, and steps past. Uh, the other one attacks Lavis. Lavis, does a ten hit you? No. Does a twenty-four hit you? Yeah. All right. You take twelve points of slashing damage. And another warrior has come up next to you. That's fine. That's fine. And Lavis, it's your turn. Nerali is not only down, but has been stabbed while down. Yeah, I, dealing with that immediately. Um, I mean, I got a one in two yeah. chance when it hits my turn, you know. <laughs> For the next three turns. Wait. Is, is Let me check a halfling thing. Uh, uh, you can move through people's space. Yeah, if they're bigger than me. I'm trying to figure out how they're much smaller. bigger. Yeah. They're Is medium. this a medium-sized creature? Yes, it's a medium-sized creature. Okay, I'm going to just scoot on through there so I don't leave his area, but to get next to Nerali. My <laughs> son... also in front of Theod. My son is sitting in my lap, passed out, by the way. With his just <laughs> face down in my elbow. Uh, and then cure wounds, because I can do that. Cure the wounds of Nerali. It's one thing about halfway, you can just dodge between their legs. <laughs> I, I just sort of walk underneath him. All right, Ner- so you should be alive-ish. Nerali, you're cured for 23, and your death saving Yay. throws are gone. The stab wound closes, and the warrior looks back and says, I should have stabbed her twice. <laughs> and she goes, I'm still good. I'm still good. I'm fine. Uh, and Lavis heals five. Yeah, and as a bonus action... Healing word? Can I see Graza? Um, barely. Okay. <coughs> um, That's proven to not help. <laughs> yeah. She, Lavis doesn't know that. It was quite audible the last time it didn't help. Actually, 35 is too far for me to do that. So I'm just going to healing word Maeve. Because she got hit with that orb of death thing, too. Circle of death was the spell. Whatever. Circle of it's got, suckage. It's got death in it, all right. And it's roughly and it's roughly circular. Sphere of destruction. All right. Uh, so, ten. Maeve, you heal for ten. Yes. At least it wasn't. At least it wasn't an orb of annihilation. <laughs> yeah, that would have been much. Co- actually, um, actually, com- compared to circle of death, I think orb of annihilation does less damage. Uh, no, not the orb of annihilation artifact. Oh, oh. Right. Sphere of Annihilation, technically. Sphere of Annihilation, yeah, there you go. 
And that's what I can do. So I'm just going to look very scary so they don't stab Nerali. Make, an, mm-hmm. make, an, make an intimidation check. Whatever, <laughs> I'm fine. Do it, do it, do it. I have no charisma. It's not like okay. you don't know I'm going to rush right up to him anyway. So you, okay. you, stand, you stand there and go, you stand there and growl at them. But where where you imagine it being like a like a like a like an angry bear growling, it actually sounds more like a chihuahua. <laughs> that works for Nerali and Grozit. <laughs> All right, uh, Theod is unconscious. Uh, you notice that the dark, the ebony skin of Theod seems to be spreading much further. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think he was a sphere of annihilation, hilariously enough. Fakir. That is a very loud engine outside. Okay. Fakir <laughs> hops on his motorcycle. Fakir hops on his motorcycle gets the fuck out. <laughs> Where's my mechano hog? All right. Um, let's see. Yeah, we're going after the book guy again. Um, can you do you have line of sight to him? A straight line that way doesn't intersect the sphere. Yep, you barely can see him. Okay. You also didn't see the spell that he First cast previously, so right. First bolt. <laughs> uh, that that he has a higher d. Yes, that hits him. Hit for nine. Second bolt. That hits. Yeah. Hits him for ten. Nineteen. <coughs> All right. Uh, are you and moving or doing anything else? Moving. Yep. We are moving, and we're moving, and yeah, right there. So moving around that way, you you now have a much clearer picture of the of the people that were tied up for sacrifice. The one that they drained, the one that they drained to affect Theod and Graza, um, is has crumpled to dust. There is one surviving okay. victim tied up. Okay. Uh, Nerali. Once more, you find yourself in the familiar place of being on your back, staring at the ceiling. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, back up to my feet. Uh, maneuver my way over here. Okay. And at least one shot on this guy that I'm now flanking. You guys have dirty minds. I'm a pirate. Okay. We're all tw- we're all we're all twelve. I just, I just I just like how it, like it, I, I said it. And then I thought of it, but I kept a calm face. <laughs> and then just slowly, laughter starts erupting from the rest of you. <laughs> this is the thing where my character would never get that. No, neither would oh, Nerali. They would have gotten it in a, maybe gets it in a heartbeat. So, it's and she's a <laughs> Well, a 24 hits. <laughs> Damn it! I need those fifteen. I need those fifteen spread out. All right, you slash him for thirteen. He's not. And he's not I looking well. I slash him again. You hit. Roll damage. 
All right, you stab him in the gut with your celestial blades, and he collapses to the ground. All right. Well, I keep deleting the I keep deleting the turn markers. <laughs> I know where they go. <laughs> and I spend a. Which guy is the fucker that keeps casting spells in our direction? Is that him? Uh, they're, they're, well, no. Both of them, right? It's, it's this guy more than the okay. So I'm spending my key point to spin around and fire off two radiant sunbeams at it. Or sunbolts at him. Make an attack. That no hits. Uh, no, no advantage, but both of those hit, so. Okay. We'll just say those are both of your attacks. Roll damage for both. Seven nice. and nine. All right. Uh, so you blast, blast, and the second blast hits him square in the chest, and his body suddenly lights up underneath the cloak and just disintegrates his robe and the book slamming to the ground. And I snarl at what's dissolving as it falls. All right. Care yells, Dibs on that book! <laughs> All right. Um. Do, 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 do. Graza. So having cut down the bastard that cast a spell on me, I turn to face my friend that decides he wants to dance with me, and I activate my blood rite of flame. Okay. <clears throat> Make your attacks. A blood seeker with a right. That hits roll damage. That's a two. I can re-roll that slashing damage. Better, so six, so 21 damage from the first attack. Okay. You slice him good. That hits. Roll damage. That's a, also a two again. Nineteen damage from the second attack, and you slice him again. Top of the round, his turn. He decides to return the favor. Does a twelve hit you? No. Does a twenty-seven hit you? Let's find out. Oh, so close! You bet. You you get your sword in the way. You know you're about to parry, and just. For some reason, as your sword is about to parry, quicker than you possibly could imagine him moving, his sword just moves out of the way of your parry and slices you. <coughs> For 12 damage. 12 necrotic, which reduces... damage. Alright, Maeve. Right. Oh, that skeleton died on its turn, too, by the way. <laughs> I was just looking at him and thinking. <laughs> All right, I will turn toward... The skeletons the didn't do much. Over by Lavis, and I will... The uh, the, the divine blast sort of took out this one, the skeleton's one advantage. <laughs> when it disintegrated two of them. Or four yeah. of them. I will. I didn't know he had that ability. 
You know, let's go with some burning hands again. Why not? On a good time. On who? Ah, uh, that guy right there. Oh no, not that guy right there. I want to move I before mean, casting that. I mean, if you want, no, it's I. I've got fire resistance. Well, so. No, it's actually uh, it's only a fifteen foot cone. So yeah, so Neuralize actually just out of range. Yeah, it's a fifteen foot cone, so that's perfect. That's a perfect position to be in. Alright. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> hit just the one that you want to hit. Yep. So I mean, I'm just saying. Dave has no freaking clue. <laughs> I'm saying you've been unconscious several times during this fight. Yeah. All right. Whatever. He does not. He does not evade that damage, and takes ten fire damage. That's just fire. Just. See, Lavis. Look, Lavis. I hit some stuff with the fire. Am I doing good now? <laughs> this is my objective. Yes. <laughs> Levin says I'm doing good, guys! Oh my god! Oh dear. So, the group parents. <laughs> the, uh, the masked spellcaster steps to the side and directs some blasts at Maeve. Ah. Who's just started yelling. <laughs> <laughs> yup. She's a pirate. Yar. Does a 26 hit you? <laughs> Yes, in all possible universes, yes. Does a 14 hit you? Uh, no. All right. So two blasts of dark energy explode from the masked, the masked uh, spellcaster's hand. One of, one of them veers off to the side. The other one hits you for... Oh, and uh, while, I, while I'm dueling with this asshole, I throw a shot over my shoulder. Fakir! And as I'm fighting, Jerry needs to get his attention. Uh, it hits you for six damage because I rolled a one on the d10. All right. All right. Uh, it is now the other warrior's turn, and we're going to take a really quick break. And we're back. And if you hear the sounds of me eating, fuck it. I don't care. Deal. All right. <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it. So. Um, warrior's turn. Yes. Yes. The warrior... Uh, sees that Nerali just took out their leader and changes target. Bring it. I've only been near death twice so far. Does a 20 hit you? It's a slow day. Yes, that hits. Does an 18 hit you? That also hits. I like how you took that. You took the time to, to, to carefully dodge previously. Only be taken out by a spell. <laughs> right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> that was fun for me. Uh, you take eight points of slashing damage. Okay. And I'm still up. Nine points of slashing damage. I'm still up. Hey. Lavis, your turn. Okay. So the Raleigh made it to your turn and is still up. Yes. What? I said the Raleigh made it to your turn and is still up. Yeah. <laughs> last turn. I'm trusting the caring brother are alive over there. Maeve's alive. Theod is unconscious. Things are proceeding as usual. 
<laughs> Accurate. Mm, how injured does the guy in front of me look? Not very. Hmm. He's a little singed. Weirdest thing. And hit it with your mace. My thought was to use a spell, but I don't have that spell prepared today, so I'm just going to hit it with my mace. The mace has been working pretty good so far. Yep. You want to move so you're actually flanking first. Never mind. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Also, I'm trying to stand in front of Theod because I don't really want him stabbing Theod before I figure out what's going on. Uh, That hits. Roll damage. Okay. Once more, there's an explosion of light. <clears throat> Jeez, yeah, hell of an explosion. <laughs> he is now looking very injured. Yay! Good. And I'm gonna healing word Nerali again. Just in this I fight, like... Lavis is the damage dealer. It's it, it, it's not a bad move. Well, I, you took a lot of damage, even if you managed to stay alive. No, yes, that's what I mean. It, 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 it's actually a good move. I had six hit points left. I feel like you could be using your healing your healing word as well to injure this guy. Yeah, but I don't really know that. Yes, that's not the kind of hurting me. That's not the kind of thing you want to roll the uh, dice on. <laughs> right. No, I absolutely could be if I was if I had an excuse to like have made that connection. Lavis is really stupid. Yeah, Lavis might not have made that connection. Graza did immediately. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Um, he got as far as possible from the healers. Theod. Oh, sorry, Theod's unconscious. Fakir. Alright, we're gonna look at the uh, cracks around that uh, swordsman again and see if we can't figure out What's happening there? Oh, oh shit! Balls. Wow. Okay. No. All right. He's just getting. He's just getting. Well, actually, no. Um. All right. We're. He needs to make oh, hang a on, hang on, wisdom hang on. save. And hang on. Because no. you critical failed that that roll. That's true. You are convinced that the cracks around him are siphoning power away from him. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll leave those alone then and let them keep doing their job. Um, and the best way to ensure that he stays siphoned away, he needs to make a wisdom save and beat the DC 17. Otherwise, he's. Uh, I'm, I'm using my wonderful person on it. Okay. Uh, you tried the wonderful person and the cracks again. <coughs> the cracks around him sort of suck the energy of the spell into them. So if you keep casting at the, at, at the cracks, they're going to keep weakening him. 
No, the cracks are siphoning power, which means they're consuming the spells as well. So, yeah. Um, okay, we're going to use our bonus action. We're going to click our boots together, and we're going to dimension door. No, we're not actually doing that. We're just going to run. And you do get a second we're action. We're just going to run. I do. When you haste yourself, you get a second action. Oh no, they're not. Uh, they're not haste boots. They're oh, dimension door dimension boots. Door but then I realized, no, I can just, I can just run. <laughs> I can make it to there. All right, Norelli's turn. All right, I'm slamming blades into this guy here. Make your attacks. Trying to actually, I am moving there and slamming blades. That hits roll damage. Seventeen. Nice. Slice him for seventeen. And get him again. Okay. That hits roll damage. And 12. He's looking very unsteady. Game I really want to... Okay, um... And for my bonus, I will... Radiant Sun... One Radiant Sun Bolt on him, one Radiant... Well, we'll see. Starting with the Radiant Sun Bolts on him. Sure. <coughs> Not at disadvantage because they're, or not at advantage because, yeah. It's a range attack. It's a flat roll. It hits. Roll damage. All right, you he you hit him with the radiant sunbolt and he just disintegrates. All right, and the second one's going at the spellcaster up there. Okay, roll the attack. Nice. <laughs> Well, you crit him. You blast him. Damage. You blast him with that, uh, that blasting staggers back. He's still standing, but he's really hurt from that. <coughs> I'm going to use the rest of my movement to get to right up to him. Hi. <laughs> okay. So I'm like chasing behind my own sunbolt. <laughs> All right. Um, Grasa. Shift over. Gain advantage. Which is good. You miss. Yep. You hit. Well, damage. <clears throat> All right. Add plus three to that, so 21. <coughs> All right. Uh, and now it's top of the round. It's his turn. Um, he sees how things are going. And he turns and steps away, giving both of you attacks opportunity. Do we still get advantage because we were flanking when he moves? Yes. That hits. 
plus also three, hits. so eight, 20 damage. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. 14. <coughs> ah, sorry. All right, so you guys, you both slash him, and he starts bleeding profusely as he steps over to the altar, reaches down, grabs the other spellcaster, and drags him up onto the altar. Which, Does that give me... Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> you crit him. 24 slash Alright. Did uh, he dragging a dead body? A mostly dead body, yes. <laughs> they wanted to be a fully dead. So, he drags him up onto the altar. And, you know, uh, shouts out uh, something in a language... Fakir, do you understand all languages, or can you read all languages? I can read them, but I don't necessarily understand, understand okay. them all. He shouts out in a... What languages does everybody speak? Infernal and common. I speak common, orc, and dwarvish. I speak dwarvish, halfling, and common. Common and celestial. Common, elvish, druidic. Okay, um, so Fakir and Fakir and Maeve... Uh, your celestial and your celestial um, knowledge and your druidic language knowledge um, let you pick up pieces of what he's saying. It sounds like a warped form of celestial. Uh, and Fakir, you pick some of the secret words of the druidic language out of the out of the uh, out of the commentary out of the speech. Um, the words that you respectively get are. Uh, glory, return, and then everyone hears the end of the sentence. He says, "Idos," um, and he jabs one sword into the gut of the of the spellcaster, and the other sword into his own. And as they do, Fakira, the cracks that you see suddenly intensify, and you can see all of you see the very like sort of the their their bodies start to wither and draw down into dust similar to what they had been doing to the previous sacrifices and as they do so the back wall of the cave suddenly fractures and all of you can see this the wall seems like the very reality of the wall seems to fracture and peel away cracking in front of your very eyes as it does so you see beyond the cracks and beyond the hole in the wall uh, a vast expanse of darkness and in the center of it, far away, you see a pinpoint of motion. That pinpoint of motion rapidly races towards you all, and you stand there staring affixed as suddenly this massive eye, the size of the hole, is there staring at you all. It looks like a human eye, like it's the shape of a human eye, that sort of ovoid shape um but instead of a pupil inside the inside the uh the iris sorry inside the iris it's just an expanse of stars the eye looks left looks right sort of observing the screen of the scene and then 
drops back, and beneath the eye you see a large, toothy grin just appear. So there's a singular eye in, in the expanse, and then a toothy grin immediately underneath it. It says something in a language none of you can understand. I need everybody to make a wisdom saving throw. Oops. I'm still at advantage. Oh, well, maybe I should. Was it a magical effect? Oh, yeah. It was um, a fear poison effect. It was not a fear poison effect. It was a magical effect, but it was not a normal type of magical effect. Okay. Well, the advantage doesn't really matter. I rolled a 22 anyway, so. Yeah, that was awful. All right. I'm not so, the berserker, so I don't have mine this way. I'm not actually a barbarian. Graza, you find yourself dropping out of your rage. And the room around you starts to spin. Uh, Nerali, you also are seeing this. Nerali and uh, Maeve and Lavis. Actually, everybody except for <clears throat> Fakir. Um, the room around you starts to spin. As if, almost as if the world was turning around you, but you were staying stationary. And as the walls begin to blur together, you see copies of that eye and that mouth popping up, eclipsing the room around you, eclipsing the sights and sounds of everything around you. You find yourself standing alone in this room of darkness, except for these eyes and mouths. And the eyes and mouths start to laugh and just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh terrifying all of you Fakir, you see your friends drop to their knees clutch their clutch their heads and you sort of shake as the crack as the crack in the wall closes and seals I flip them off before you <laughs> There are sunbolts flying in random you, directions at this point. Nerali, you find yourself unable to move or react. Like those of you that are those of you that are in the illusion, you can't do anything but cower in place. Well, I think I am. <laughs> like even even in the even twitching going on. Yeah, even in the illusion, you don't feel it. You feel this oppressive, overwhelming sense of dread. All four of you. Um, as if nothing that you will ever do will ever matter in the face of this evil. Fakir, your friends are convulsing on the ground. I'm guessing the big sphere of black darkness is gone, right? Yes, the sphere of black darkness is gone. Okay. Uh, Fakir will head over to Graza and just slap her across the face as hard as he can. All right. Uh, it takes a couple of minutes, but eventually, Graza, you, your consciousness blanks and comes back, too, with Fakira holding you, slapping your face. Wake up! That sense, that sense of dread continues to haunt you. It's less now. Now that you're out of the illusion, it's lessened. If you, if you, if you know Graza, dread always haunts her, and she ignores it. Yeah. This is this 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 in particular is not the that easily ignored. Yeah. 
see to the others. All right. Uh, I get to my feet. You see the others on their knees, sort of convulsing. Except for Theod, who's just out. Uh, I run Fikiru, over to... Carol moved up. Yeah. Lavis. Okay. Run over to Nerali and forcibly shake her awake. All right. Uh, after a couple minutes, uh, Nerali, your consciousness fades and you come back to, with Graza, violently shaking you. And again, and it's just and re- responded to by shrieking and screaming. Yeah. Semi- you're away. I drop her to the ground and over to Vegas. Bam. Similarly, uh, you cannot, you cannot, the sense of dread is still there. It is less, but it is inescapable. Um, and she rushes all the way over to the corner and just huddles. Okay. Similarly, 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 you know, Lavis and Maeve, you all come back to with Graza and Fakir in various ways trying to wake you up. Um, and we'll probably take a swing at who's ever grabbing her. <coughs> Not a fan of that. Make an attack. Uh, and similarly, you just this inescapable sense of dread. I don't know how to do that. I'd uh, just be a d20 plus your strength because you're not. Well, I don't think you're proficient with You're always. Your fists. Aren't you always no, proficient with your fists? No. Okay. Not, unless you are, not unless you are a class that is proficient in arm strikes. That's what Tavern Brawler does. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. And I mean. Does a 23 hit you? No, no, no. Sorry. You didn't actually that, roll. That's rolling 20 plus. Uh, slash oh. roll. It's like slash roll. 1d20 plus 3. Still got 23. <laughs> Roll. Why didn't I have this look during the battle? What's un- is unarmed a d4 or d3? Unarmed yeah, is d4. 1. D4. Un- no, unless the provision unarmed strike is 1. Yeah. Unarmed strike is 1 plus your strength. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what's your strength mod? 3? So you deal five points of damage to Graza. Which is adorable. Just... <laughs> oh, me, I don't no like way. the touching! It's like, it, it, it's a, it doesn't hurt, but it shocks you so much that you just let go. No, he's like, like, like good right hook, you're awake, good. <laughs> <coughs> like you weren't like you touching. you weren't expecting anybody other than Narali to be able to punch you that hard. <laughs> it's just like, but what? <laughs> That's a shock. <laughs> I, 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 I let her go and proceed to walk back over to to, to care. Um, hostages. They all still out. The hell was that? Oops. You can make religion checks. Or Arcana Ooh, I checks. Have, I, I have a pretty good idea, but the only one that Graza would make would be Arcana. And a natural one. Graza definitely so, doesn't know. <laughs> Nerali, Lavis, Maeve, and Fakir are all pretty no, sure you just stupid. you just looked into the eye of Idos. Idos. Yep. You're pretty certain that's what that was. Graza can make an assumption, but she still doesn't know. Yeah. Like, it was stupid. 
That was our enemy. I'm going to try and cast calm emotions on myself. Okay. You can do that? Uh, yeah, it, it is actually really cool. I prepare right. it because we have Nerali in our group. <laughs> Everyone has different spells. Lavis prepares because they're around. That is amazing. <laughs> um. So everyone make a charisma saving throw or choose to fail. I choose to fail. <laughs> Wait a minute. What right. do you do? Yeah, it, if if you choose to fail, the effect activates. If you don't choose to fail, you make a Christmas save. The carry you succeeded. So are you trying to suppress? No, are you is too far away to be affected. Are you trying to okay. suppress any t- any effects causing you to be charmed or frightened, or are you trying to make them indifferent towards hostile targets? Um, I was thinking charmed or frightened. Yeah, it's the charmed or frightened. It's the okay. Bring this down. Let's calm down because it, mostly Lavis is trying to affect himself. Well, uh, you, you certainly calm the nerves of yourself. You still have that sense of impending dread. Damn it! Yeah. That's that's not an that's not a that's not a magical effect. That was you were in the presence of a god of destruction and entropy. <laughs> uh, as far as we know, it's just something that eats deities. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. Oh, that's Fakir's all. Right. Gonna go, Fakir's gonna go find the book that that one so it, caster dropped. It is a massive. It is a massive tome, and it's on the floor. And on it, on, on the front cover of it, is the symbol of the eclipse that you guys have been seeing previously. Don't pick it up. Okay, you've picked it up. It is a massive, heavy leather-bound tome. It weighs a good 10 pounds. And he will start reading it. Make a wisdom saving throw. Yes! All right. Uh, so you open the book and start flipping through it, and most of it is is garbled muttering. Like, like it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. written in a language you do not understand. Yes, I do. You do not understand. Oh really? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Even with that ability, you still do not under it's it 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 is written like as you as you read it, the, you actively see the text skitter about the page, like the letters rearrange themselves as you read it, and you imagine that if you hadn't made such a really good wisdom save, you'd probably be clawing at your eyes right now. Um, it like it it is a, it is a book of madness and. Within it lies many secrets, but they are madness. Um, you can, you, okay. you, you, like, just as a general look through, you can tell it's pretty. You can tell it's probably a spell book and a ritual book of mm-hmm. some kind. Um, it right. may house it may house other secrets of Idos. Um, it is definitely a book of Idos, though. Like you can tell that just by looking at mm-hmm. it. Um, that you can't read it. I know somebody is going to want to look at this. Ooh. Found a new toy for care. And let's see. 
Graza, I want to take a look at whatever injury you got, if it's still around. Bakir just shoves it into his bag of holding and nods silently. Yeah, it's a tight fit to get it through the opening of the bag of holding, but you get in there. Mm-hmm. It's a big book. Please do. It feels like a curse. Yeah, let's... I don't know. More detailed medicine check. Make a... Yeah, make, make a medicine check. Alright, um... It doesn't actually appear to be... A curse or a disease. Make a religion check. Make another religion check. That said, that would that looked cocked on my screen. Make another religion check. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. Um. So, strangely enough, this is you. You would consider the, so between your medicine and your religion check. Um, this effect seems similar to the effect of a blessing. Um. And by now, Graza's skin has entirely turned ebony, um, as has Theod's. And Graza, you actually feel somewhat stronger. You have a temp. You have a. You currently have a plus two modifier to your strength, and a plus two modifier to your constitution. I don't give a shit. No, I mean you. You have so long as the effect is on you, you have those things. Yeah. Um, plus two score or plus two bonus. Bonus. Okay. Plus two to the bonus to your strength Shit. and constitution. Um, so your like, like your um your the best comparison that you can have to it is that it's some form of blessing from Idos. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's similar to blessings that you have seen placed on other uh, placed on yourself, as a matter of fact, from yeah. other gods. Um, sort of cementing the fact that Idos is a divine being of some kind. There are evil, very, very bad gods. Yeah. And and through the sacrificial ritual that the casters were performing, they seem to have bestowed a blessing of... It doesn't seem to be as strong as the blessing as they had, because it it got split between Theod and Graza. Um, But, you know, they they seem to have this very same blessing. Right. I convey all of that information. You notice Theod's hair has started to turn white. Yeah. Do I have any idea why Theod might still be unconscious? Given you assume it. You assume it has to do with the force of the blessing. Like Graz is only still awake due to indomitable willpower and being werewolf. Isn't there one more captive still up there on the altar? Yep. Well, behind the altar. Behind the altar. Okay. Yep. Pekir's going to go cut him or hers. So as you walk around to the back of the altar, you see that person ramming their face into the ground, trying desperately to cave their own skull in. Yeah, we're going to stop that. Remember, they were in the room, too. (laughs) Yes, they were. Let me tell you how good their will save is. How do you propose to fix it, holy man? Oh... Well, so Fakir Fakir comes back from behind, stands up from behind the altar, holding a struggling captive whose face is currently bloody. 
Do you think the calming thing would help with that? Your wheelhouse, not mine. Versus right, Yeah. First, gonna just do the cast a healing your calm emotions again. Okay. The person stops struggling and then just sort of passes out. Well, I feel like that helped, but. Uh, Their face looks very injured as well. Yeah. Um. Why not? I haven't used any of my first level spells today. Um, wait, no. Sorry, I'm gonna wrong click. Cure wounds because I'm actually there. Alright, uh, you, you, you easily heal up their face. Okay. Fakir's got his magic eyes on, and he's making a uh, pass of the room, looking to see if there was anything else left behind. Or so there's, there, I mean, there's there's a really heavy magical residue on the altar. So how do you propose we fix it, holy man? I don't much like looking like a dark elf. No, I I definitely agree with the fixing it. Um, uh, I, okay. <laughs> When Norelli healed you, you got in pain and stuff, right? It hurt, yes. Okay, so I'm not going to heal you right now, because I feel like that would be a bad strategy. That's kind of my go-to strategy. Uh, I think we might want to rest before I try anything, considering most of my spells are divine. And there is a very real possibility that most of the things I could try might just hurt. I'd rather not wait. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll grit my teeth and bear it. Yeah. I'm gonna cast... I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration, see if that does anything. Okay. You feel the power of the Lesser Restoration get eaten, is the best way to describe the the feeling. It feels as if something just sucked... The, the, the spell went off and affected Graza in some way, but it feels as if something devoured the spell. Fakir, were you looking when she cast that, when he cast that spell? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, You see the magic from the spell go into Graza's body. Nothing appears to have happened. Sorry, you're refresh, you guys are robot. Yeah, you're you're going robotic, so. Okay. Assuming no commentary from Fikar just yet. Yeah. Uh, Kata, did you feel anything? Cause no. Your body spell. Uh. Don't feel any different. Okay. <coughs> Next thing I'm gonna try 
I also want to note that after this, we need to rest because I'm going to blow all of my spells on trying this. I'm just, <coughs> got it? Okay? Mm-hmm. Great. Um, I'm going to cast... Let's start with Death Ward. Okay. I, I'm just trying to see if something that is less like healing e seems to function. The spell feels like it got devoured. Okay. So it feels... It doesn't feel like I cast a death <coughs> and then that status effect is active. Yeah, no, it feels, it feels as... It, like, so normally when you cast your spells, you can pretty much feel if they've taken effect or not. Mm-hmm. Um, this feels like you successfully cast the spell and then it just wits away. Okay. The spell uh, the less restoration when still kind of robot. You you roboted and then went mute, Jack. Um, unwanted blessings from gods that are yeah, not your you're, own. You're currently you're currently mute. Absolute agreement on that. No, no, I, I'm talking to John. Uh, unwanted, unwanted blessings from uh, gods that are not your own are actually a relatively common, like, curse-lifting job for monster hunters. Do I know anything about getting rid of a blessing? Um, you can make a... What 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 skills do you have uh, proficiency in? Uh, survival, perception, investigation, intimidation, arcana, and animal handling. Make an arcana check. No, I don't have arcana. I said athletics and animal handling. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um... Uh, survival or investigation are probably the ones. Make an investigation roll. Investigation is worse than my survival, but hey, let's give it a shot. Hey. Uh, so the 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 problem is you don't put much stock in gods. I don't, but <laughs> this is a job that I've had to do before, probably. Not really. Not not in Sloverden. Sloverden is mostly pretty straightforward. This is something Theod might know. Like like none of yeah. none of the none of the none of the waste watch really put much stock in gods, but they carry yeah. holy symbols because they know what they do. Yeah, so monsters. with with that role and with your history, you're not sure precisely how to deal with this, but you think Theod might know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We need to wake the Death Seeker up. He might know this. That was going to be my me- next thing to try. Oh. Um, how do I wake? I'm gonna just try it like gently shoving first. Uh, he does not react. Okay. Uh. You know, <coughs> I had a really rough day. I'm gonna try and smack him. Okay, you smack him. He's just lying there. Deathwalker, wake up. I walk over and kick him in the side of the head. You kick him in the side of the head. He he grunts, but is still unconscious. <clears throat> Take care of go over and pour some water on him. You pour water on him. Nothing happens. Take care of go talk to Narali. <laughs> That's going to be a one-sided conversation. Maeve, any ideas on the waking someone up thing? Does anyone have a pan and a wooden spoon? 
Not exactly, but maybe. What are you trying to insight check for care? To see if Nerali, to see if a care would help that it's going to be a one-sided conversation with Nerali. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, it's yeah, pretty easy to nothing, tell. I got nothing beyond a uh, beyond a pan and a wooden spoon, and I don't have either of those things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she's just sort of as far back into the corner as she can physically get. Uh, knees curled up. A little rocking. Not really rocking, just sort of staring. Okay. She was staring at the guy trying to bang his face in, too, the whole time. Yeah. Because she could see it. Yep. Yeah. Alright. Uh, at this point, you have, you'll, you'll have noticed that Graza's hair has turned white as well. No, uh, I don't have a mirror, so I'm just gonna point. My, her hair, her hair is long. I guess in her okay. face. Yeah. Like you saw it happening too. You saw like the just the color draining just mm-hmm. to yeah. white. Uh, do this we have one. any idea if this was like a normal blessing? If he'd just wake up once it was done, or? Well, it took you a little while to like like when you woke up after communing with the gods. A significant amount of time had passed. You mm-hmm. imagine he might be in a similar coma-like state with the laughing eyeball, but you know. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. Okay. Um. I don't really want to accidentally tear his conscious out of some this out of something if it's going to be really bad. Uh, you want to go into this room? No, it's just a cave. The other, the entrance is the one you came through. And you, and you wonder why my kind don't put much stock in gods. There are good ones that are as good as the bad ones are evil. Okay. And they all meddle in our affairs. Pharaoh go poke around at the altar. Argue that this particular same situation is more their affair than ours. Uh, it's an altar. Was he had his magic eyes on? You said there was some magical residue within the stuff around it. Yeah. What's cool? What was that? Is any particular school of magic? Not really. It's coming from the blood and bones okay. and body parts. Gotcha. You're seeing the residue of the rich of the ritual sacrifices. Okay. He'll start piling all the bits um, into a small. Actually, he'll, he'll he'll actually start building a small structure out of all the bits. Okay, what kind of structure? Uh, something zerati. <laughs> Make a performance check. <laughs> you build a very magnificent cigarette out of the bones and body parts that are left on the altar. And then he'll take his commission of chaos and light it on fire. You light it on fire. Mm. Fakir has 
made a small ziggurat on the altar made of bones and body parts and lit it on fire. Care any idea how to wake someone up when they're in a <coughs> talking to a trance thing? You're and muted again, Jack. You keep getting <laughs> muted. <coughs> You're still muted. Nope, can't hear you. Ah, internet connections across the country. Yeah. Makes for all sorts of fun events and things. Okay, let me ask that question slightly later. Yep. <laughs> so now, I know this probably isn't something you're ever used to, but how do you get rid of unwanted blessings, Lavis? Make a religion check. Yeah. I mean, maybe that happened to someone at some point. You're, you've never had to deal with that before. Generally, the blessings I deal with are, like, good blessings from people you want blessing you. Um, yeah, I'm speaking, I don't want anyone blessing me, but... Yeah, yeah, um... I assume there'd be someone who does that kind of thing. Uh, hmm. So Fakir asked if you could connect to his mind yeah. via magical means. I mean, I could command him to wake up. Uh... Might be worth the attempts. Hey, we can hear you again. Given that Graza has been eating my spells lately, why not? Fine, I'll do it. Right, have we had enough time that Fakir could have conceivably had a short rest? No, not yet. No? Okay. Um, it's been a couple of minutes in here please but we do need to rest I'm gonna try yeah I'm just gonna command and use the word wake um <laughs> spells with a really long description. I feel like command requires the target to be able to hear you. Yeah, uh, my guess is I don't know whether or not he can hear me. Yeah, But yeah. yes, it's definitely a verbal spell. Yeah, he can't hear you. He's unaffected by it. Okay. <laughs> I'm also pretty sure if they don't know the language, they can't. Uh, it's so that they don't know the language, they can't. Yeah. Uh. Come on, we're getting out of here. We'll solve this later. Okay. I, I, I pick Theod up and proceed to walk out of the cave. It's uh, it's much easier to pick... Fikir, burn that altar down. Neural, I'm going to go with Mr. Crawley. Fikir said that you may have another problem. Yeah. When we were tracking these cultists here, there were upwards of... 30, 40 of them? Mm-hmm. 
and there's not that many here. Maybe they killed each other like the last guy did. How many bodies were on that altar for care? No more than three or four. They're still around. I assume, right? Yeah, yeah. Burn that altar down and we'll find our way out of here. If we run into them along the way, I'll kill them all. Fair enough. Neroli? Uh, uh, yeah? You're not okay right now, are you? Uh. No. No, no, no. Do you think things would be better if we weren't in the room with the dead people? Uh, I... Um, I don't know. Um, let's go where there's sunlight. Okay. 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 Levis starts moving very slowly to see. Yeah, she gets up and slowly and kind of. He's keeping to the side of the for the duration of this of this blessing that I don't want. I have eighteen extra hit points. Hey, um, so you all make your way back outside and you make it into the sunlight. And as you get out of the <coughs> as you get out of the area, uh, that sense of dread starts to become less and less and less. It's still there in the back of all of your minds, except for Fakir, who, su- who succeeded at the wisdom save, but um. Uh, it, it, it's it's still there, but it's far less powerful than it was down in the altar area. Of course, Fincare would be the only one who would not at all be weirded out by eyeballs on the- Right? Yeah. It's, it's annoying, too, because my will save is just as high as his, and I only rolled a three. Yep. I think mine is better. <laughs> my wisdom save is seven. Yeah, so is mine. Yeah, mine's better. And that's before the psychological scars. <laughs> Um, to destroy the altar, Fakir is going to cast Blight on it. Okay. What does Blight do? Um, basically, just ass load of necrotic damage, and basically, yeah, just it's straight up entropy. Breaks things down. It's really good against plants. But it'll work on stone. And you, you, like yeah, yeah, well. no, no, you, you break down the altar. And you, so you're, you're, you're the last one to leave because you, you had to stop to do that and everybody else hastily filed out. Uh-huh. <laughs> As you destroy the altar with blight, you hear a mad cackling sound, very faint, as if in the back of your mind. I think okay. I would have stayed stayed back with Fakir to see if I could help at all. Fakir's the only one that hears it. Anyway. Okay. That's cool. I'm just getting your Raleigh out. <laughs> Alright. And you all make it topside. Let's find a place to camp until yeah. Theod wakes up. Yeah. I think we all need to rest. Alright, so uh, do you want to rest in the field? Do you want to go back to town? What do you want to do? Uh, I'm not going back to town. I'm yeah. Okay. Not with the unconscious. Yeah, that's 
far outside town are we? Not while I look like a dark elf. About like an hour. Okay. So yeah, Thick Air will help set up camp. Try and find a decent spot with at least an element of concealment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you can find a grove of trees. Okay. Make, make camp there. Alright. And he's gonna take a look at Theod and try and get an idea as to whether or not um, oh, hey, he'll probably be able to figure it out. Hey. After about an hour, he's gonna want to cast Dream to try and contact Theod. Okay. Um, which works as long as the target, but according to the book, as long as the target is asleep. I don't know if this. He's unconscious. He's, un- he's unconscious, not asleep. Okay. Let me see. <coughs> he is not in REM sleep. Okay. Uh, he's going to try and cast it and see if he can use it to uh, contact Dion anyway. I did not do that. You are unable to connect with him. Again, he's he's not asleep. He's unconscious. Yep. Uh, Question, because I don't remember. Did Picard ever mention to Lavis that there were lines out of his head connecting to the sky? To Lavis? Yeah. About Lavis's lines, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, there was that whole bit in the temple where Fikir was just kind of staring about like three feet over okay. Lavis's head for the entire conversation, describing weird shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, gonna ask Fikir, does it seem like they've got, if it's a blessing thing, any weird connections... So they both have a black tether. Okay. They both have a black tether that connects to a crack in the sky. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a dark black beam of tethering energy to the fractures in the sky bar. I suppose that at least confirms what we've suspected about um, well I'm while I'm resting I'm going to draw upon uh, wolf dancer and see if the partial phasing into another plane does anything okay um, so you use wolf dancer's ability and you phase sort of halfway into another plane as you do you begin to see the cracks that Fakir can see <clears throat> and you see the black beam of energy that's tethering you to that crack, but what you see in addition, above the crack, you see that eye and that smile staring down at both of you. Can I sever that cord with my blade? Nope. Do you try? I try, yeah. Uh, Fakir, you see Graza waving, fade, waving uh, 
her blue sword at the, at the beam, yeah. It's just like, like, if it's right here, it's like, try and cut the air above her. Yep. Not going to work, my friends. <sighs> this is why I don't deal with gods. Yes. Unfortunately, sometimes they deal with us. I'll see if there's anything in the book. And Fakir will uh, go a little ways into the grove of trees and pull out the big heavy tome. Do you open it? Yep. Make a wisdom saving throw. Come on. Oh. So you open the book, and the words, the words seem perfectly normal to you. They look like common. Okay. They read, Hello, curious one. And he'll grab his scholar's pack out and grab a quill and start writing back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> What chamber of secrets this shit? <laughs> as you as you as you pull the quill out, Raleigh keeps freaking out every time Fakir gets some kind of weird magical thing. As you pull the quill out, the words rearrange themselves. There's no need for that. Simply speak, and I will answer. Are you ever going to get? I, I don't. I'm just like looking at Fakir, Fakir's, holding a pen above a book. Fakir is like stepped away, yeah, away from the camp. See if we're gonna get a book that's just like a normal book with normal words and normal not from cultists and sky pirates. Those wouldn't be useful to him. Fakira looks at the book and he says, So, you're awake. I think he's read all that he needs to. I have always been awake. He only takes books and offer important knowledge. Well, what do you want of us? Jesus, don't ask a book that. <laughs> what does can a book we, ever want? Can we hear But him? to be read, no. Vicar's too smart to do this in the middle of camp for all of us. Could tell him not to. <laughs> Graza wouldn't tell him not to. Graza would be like, just be careful with that stupid thing. <laughs> so yeah, the, the response is, the response is, what does a book ever want to be read? Well, you're a little less revealing than you were the first time I cracked your cover. There's no response. It doesn't seem to respond to statements. Idos. <laughs> Eyebrow. <laughs> Where's your eye and your grin? Turn the page. Flip. There is a grinning eye. Well, we'll have to have a word with your illustrators. 
Uh, above the eye, more words form. Oh, but I am my own illustrator. How does one sever the connection between you and the material plane? Why would anyone want to deny my blessing? Are you familiar with the concept of free will? An amusing construction. Are you familiar with the concept of stubborn resistance? Because <laughs> that's what Graza does. <laughs> Who is your greatest enemy? I have no greatest enemy. Who is your second greatest enemy? (laughs) (laughs) They are all puny playthings to be toyed with and devoured. Which one's your favorite? But there are so many to choose from. I mean, if you can't decide, it's okay to just save one. (laughs) Also, if you can't decide, you probably have a lot of enemies. For instance, it says, and you feel a burning sensation in your hand. Do you look at your hand? Yeah. The skin on your hand has started to turn black. Interesting. Would you care for my blessing? Yeah, look. The book says... I understand the gesture, but no, I would not. Pity. At least not until the proper time. It says pity, and your skin appears to be normal again. Okay. What can you tell me of Eshkil? No more than you already know. And it smiles even wider. Oh, wait. You've forgotten. Many things. Shall I draw you? shall speak again. As you were trying to slam it shut, it was asking, shall I draw you a portrait? And it's Yep. We'll keep, we'll keep that closed for now. Okay. <clears throat> you and Fakir will wander back to camp. Fakir F- F- wanders back in. And we're all taking a long rest. Anything useful? Okay. 
Not to our current situation, no. I'm sure there will be other places we can look, however. Well, when Theod wakes up, we'll see what he knows. So, you all take a long rest. If. Is it ah, Raleigh the Optimist? He's <laughs> tough enough to find his way back. Remember when she was? <laughs> she used to be an optimist. Used to be. Then she started traveling with us. Then, then she got into a campaign jammed by me. <laughs> Absolutely. Carol volunteer for first watch. Everything has just gone downhill from Graza. Graza will sit on first watch with the care. Okay. Raleigh's not sleeping. All right. And then we'll take third watch. Babe will take second. So, Raleigh, you are going to incur a point of exhaustion and you're not going to heal. Yep. You can still use your short rest. Like, like I'll say you can still use your hit dice to heal if you want to. Okay. Um, but you're not getting back any abilities that you get back on a long rest and you're not regaining full <clears throat> health. Murmurs to Graza. Please knock her out. <laughs> I mean, it's involved in the Some jewel damage. The rest of you get sleep. And in the morning, Theod wakes up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Theod wakes up. What the fuck happened to me? What? He sits up. He is very confused. Uh, you got blessed by an evil god. Do you have a nice so nap there, sleepy? He looks down at I, his skin. I explain the situation to Theod and see if he knows anything about um, solving unwanted blessings. This shit is cool, though. <laughs> He's flexing his muscles. Lavis walks away. It's like... <laughs> I'd rather it be gone. If you want to be the strongest, go ahead. Um, Actually, I don't even think with a plus two modifier he's as strong as I am. I think his strength score is only plus four. Uh, his strength score is plus three, so with a plus two, it goes up to plus five. Yeah, I'm still stronger than him, even without the plus six. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after expending all nine hit dice... I'm one below my actual hit, my maximum hit points. Because <laughs> I rolled like you I... You could have asked me to heal you, at least. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's, it's fine. Alright, um... So... Uh, oh, wait, hang on. That's Maeve's character sheet. I'm looking at the wrong one. <laughs> Let me look at the odds. Uh, Theod has three strength, yeah, so. His constitution is good, though. He goes from three to five constitution. So do I, but I don't care for it. Uh, so he makes, uh, an arcana check. He sits cross-legged and thinks. There was one time where I, uh, 
I mean, it wasn't a. I mean, it was a blessing, but it was like a blessing from a demon. So I guess that counts. I mean, it's that sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Um, basically, uh, divine intervention. Don't have that yet. <laughs> we we you know we we took him to a priest and a powerful priest and the powerful priest called upon his god to interfere with the other god and sort of sever the connection. <coughs> this is why I hate dealing with gods. Yeah, it's but well, it's you know when a god's directly interfacing with you, it's kind of. Hard to make them stop. Well, I guess I know where we're going, Lavis. Yeah, I think that was planned already, but good to have another reason. He flexes his arms. Wait, where are we going? Varys. To fix the odds idiocy, idiocy and help Graza. Oh, make a Make a stealth check for care. Okay. What, Nirali, what's your passive perception? Uh, that's a uh, 13. You see Fakir wander off. Uh, mine is higher. I mean, mine is 14. Those of you with that, uh, uh, that was specifically for Nirali, but you see Fakir wander off. Mine is 17. Yeah, mine. You see everything. Watchful. Fakir, make a survival check. I am, um, I get up and I'm following. You find uh, I'm being sneaky too. The same. I'm gonna let him wander off. I saw him with that book. I don't trust anything that's happening at the moment. Care. Why I'm following <laughs> He's probably going off to meditate and So you see as you're picking herbs, you see Maeve following you around. Okay. But you you do you do you do, you do, you do you hey, do man. you you do find the herbs you're looking for. Okay. I'm just harvesting just some plants. Trying to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> Roll your deception check. Like, I dare you. <laughs> A nosy ass pirate. <laughs> She's just being nosy. No, I listen. I saw the book that you took from that like cave, and I was just wondering what was in it. If I could take a look, if you'd like, <laughs> can I get like? Can I get some rolled? I know wouldn't what, recommend it. Can I get some rolled to know what the herbs might be used for? That he's make a nature check. Nope. Okay. okay. He's just gathering herbs. Clearly they're for something evil. <laughs> no. Or a smoothie. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, it's mostly watching. like kale and parsley. <laughs> oh, an evil, an evil smoothie. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> an evil, and then an animated bush jumps out and attacks you. Uh, right. To now right. finish gathering his herbs and go back and start making tea. Fakir, what was that? Was that book any use? It may be. It's 
It's unpleasant. Mm. How so? Definitely. Oh. Well, now I need to take Don't a look at it, as I am clearly a fan of all unpleasant things. Definitely a work of either Ados herself or one of her followers. Are you letting yeah, Maeve? Are you letting Maeve look at the? Didn't she ask to? Yeah. Like twice. Fakir will. Fakir will bring. He will not hand it over, but he will open it <laughs> if anybody wants to take a look inside. I actually do. Don't die. Everyone making a look. Everyone looking at the book. Make a wisdom saving throw. Let's see if I roll three again. Ugh, fuck. Ten. No, I'm not looking. I'm still hidden wherever the hell at the edge of camp now. So, Graza, when when you look at the book, you just see you see letters written in a language you don't understand, and the letters are constantly shifting and moving. <sighs> Maeve, you see... Hello there, lost pirate. Holy shit. It makes sense to you. Did you know it was a talking book? You just see the words written. It's not actually talking. Did you know it was a writing book? (laughs) I repeat my statement. Please don't die. Don't tell me what to do. (laughs) (laughs) The The words shift and move. You are strong willed and courageous. I like that. Yeah, I don't know about the second part, but yeah, sure, strong will. Did the book make sense to you, Fakir? It's garbage to me. It's garbage to me, and I understand it. It's trying to flatter me. Which is weird, because this is like as much action as I've gotten in months. Did I really just ask a book belonging to a deity if it was trying to ask me out? Apparently. I think you did. Is there a question you would ask? It asks you, Maeve. Yeah, where's my family? It pauses for a minute. They li- they are at a port city looking really? for a ship. My god, you are just full of answers. They're fucking pirates, dude. Of course they're in a port city looking for a ship. So, would you like... I just just slammed a deity in a book. (laughs) Would you like more specific instructions? You don't know it's a deity. I'm guessing. Just guessing. Just to clarify, Maeve is actually talking. Yeah, Maeve is talking. I'm... That's crazy. Yeah, let's get more specifics. Where are they? I'm going to try to target the book very specifically with a radiant sunbolt. Do I notice Nerali getting in position to do I'm this? I'm hidden thing? still. With Make a, well, no, they've they've gone back to the, they've gone back to the camp. I know. Yeah. I followed them back. Okay. Make a attack roll. All right. If you just I, throw this book before it tells me where my parents are, I'm going to be extremely pissed. I'm sure I'm pissing a lot of people off. Me versus the cleric. A radiant sunbolt blasts through the camp between you and the book and misses and hits a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Nerali, are you okay? 
take out Slam your the book shut, shove it back in the bag. <laughs> no, no, you take that back out right now. It was going to tell me where my parents are. And as for you, and she points at Nirali. Yeah, I come out from behind a tree. I'm sorry, take out your emo problems on something that's not a book that's going to help me find my family, okay? Go rock into the corner somewhere else. You, you, you mean the, 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 the book that's tied to the incredibly evil deity? Yeah, that's You're going to trust exactly. the book that's tied to the evil deity? If it gives me my family back, yes. Narale, we're being careful. Is that going to make you cry? Now, I brewed you a calming tea. So have some. Okay, I'm going to that Do you take the tea, Nerali? No. Nerali does not take the tea. I, no. Yeah, would you hand the tea? No. <laughs> Come on, it's got kale in it. It's good for your skin. Okay, I'm going to ask you that again. I want to see if I can make sense of it. Don't pull it back out. Make a wisdom saving throw. <sighs> There's something low. You see the text reading, Hello there, stalwart hunter. Oh, so now you decide to make sense. I've always made sense to those that can read. (laughs) Yes, don't try to insult me. No offense was intended. Your buttery words don't work. I want your blessing gone. Why would you want my blessing gone? Because I don't deal with gods and I don't like them dealing with me. But you deal with and are dealt by gods every day. I don't give a damn. You have a cleric in your party that heals you through the might of her god, of his god. Many a cleric has helped me. Never has a god lended his hand to me. Does the book like, say her and then but that, yeah, yeah, it's a <laughs> The healing that you receive comes directly from a god. Those weapons that you wield come directly from a god. Gods can flaunt their power all their life, all they like. I don't need their hands touching me. The blood in your veins comes directly from a god. Adorable. I don't need your help. No one ever said you needed it. I don't want it either. No one ever said you had a choice. (laughs) Vicario, you're going to want to take that book away from me before I stab it very thoroughly. Hey, no, 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 no. We're not stabbing the book. (laughs) <laughs> and the book is shut and back in the bag again fine you can put it away just don't stab it okay and then Maeve will say a word she very rarely says please please don't stab the book and you get the feeling she doesn't say no she doesn't say please very often I can probably help you find your family. 
without really? a connection to the evil god. Uh, yeah. You want me to do something really well first? Do you want me to attack someone really well first? (laughs) Do you want me to roll a fucking natural 20 first? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Listen to me. I was trying to motivate you because you seem to be having trouble with the situation. It worked. Did it? Or did I just actually hit something for once? Wait, that's the same thing. Lavish <laughs> <laughs> not the way to pray. I love how I love how all I had to do was introduce a talking book to the party and just devolve into chaos. <laughs> I mean, look, to be fair, to be fair, we've been constantly on the verge of this for for a while now. Yeah. <sighs> I care that book is useful, but it's going to piss me off. I feel like most of the things do that. I'll take very good care of it. So, uh, is anyone going to tell me what happened down there? Theod says. If we have to find another cleric to get this god off my shoulder. Lavis gave me a pep talk. Okay, cool. It was fantastic. Cool, cool. What happened to me? No, the uh, who knows? I don't know. You got blessed by an evil deity. Do you remember when I was sitting in all of those temples? Yeah. Remember that time where I actually talked to a literal god? Yeah. Several times. Um, Okay. In relation to that, uh, that like when I was doing that, a long time passed. Compared to what I was thinking, it was like inside. Um, that happened to you, but with Idos. Oh, is that what that eye and mouth was? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Almost certainly. It was just annoying. That's one word. That reaction surprises me so little. Um. And we killed some cultists, and we saved a hostage, I think. We saved part of his face. Is the guy so catatonic and sitting over there in the corner? Yes. We saved part of his face. Well, what did you say, Neroli? When did you see the eye? Oh, while I was, I guess, asleep. Okay. Did you guys see an eye? Yes. Yes, we did. Did it say anything? It just laughed a lot. Meh. Let's get going. I want to get this solved as quickly as possible. Yeah, maybe seeing someone he knows will help this guy. (laughs) The random canatonic villager. All right, are you guys heading back to Esford? Or Esford? Maybe he needs... He might need a calming tea here. I'm going to pull my hood up while we're walking. Okay. You pull your hood up. What and- does your tea taste like, Vicar? Herbs. Mostly. Do you? Well, that's I'm not very strong in the culinary department, unfortunately. I simply know which herbs are useful for helping people relax and which ones 
you want to stay away from. Do you offer the tea to anybody else? <laughs> I'll offer hey, the tea to anybody who wants it, sure. I've got some herbs that'll help you relax. I mean, I'll, I'll take a cup from I'll take a cup from Ficarin. Drink it. Make a constitution saving throw at disadvantage. Sure. Why not? Graza downs a cup and just passes out face first. I don't well, believe I'm, that, but okay. I'm so glad I that's, that's too high right now. That's actually 11. You still pass out face first. I don't believe that. It's tea. It's, no, it's, okay. it's, it's specifically it's knockout from. tea. He, he he specifically made knockout tea. Okay. And because you drank it, you have disadvantage because it's inside you. <laughs> Look at Graza. Okay, well, maybe Look we should. Bam. Graza starts. Graza starts snoring. The looks at the teapot. The camera looks at the teapot with this just look of utter shock and dismay on his face. Make a deception check. Shit. Make a deception check for care. Best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Actually, no. Fakir poisoned. If Fakir poisoned someone, Levis is trying to figure that out. Fakir seems genuinely shocked. To Durali, to Lavis, Fakir seems to be feigning shock. <laughs> there is a look of disappointment. The kind of parental. I know what you did. I'm not going to get mad at you right now. But I know what you did. Graza is snoring heavily. The loudest snoring you've ever heard. Remember that time I told you I was looking for friends? I think I just found one. That was amazing. (laughs) Was that a deception check? Neurali didn't sleep. I needed to try something. (laughs) You did I asked Graza to knock her out. Fakir is not saying that that out loud, by the way. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Maeve just grins and winks at him like, we'll talk later, all right? <laughs> Theod, Theod picks Graza up. Fakir gets a slightly confused look on his face, but seems okay with it. And as you all return to effort with unconscious Graza snoring loudly and sacrifice in tow, <laughs> we will call... Theod is carrying Graza. Yeah, Theod, 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 Theod picked yes. Graza up. Theod picked Graza up. Uh, we... We will call that an end to this week's episode. Thank you all very much for joining us as we <laughs> just were the worst heroes ever. Uh, <laughs> hey, some of us are trying Just, here. Just the worst yes. heroes ever. Um, thank you all very much. We have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. Check us out on our website at FinalShowFilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash FSFilms. Um, if you'd like to support us financially, you can check us out there. Uh, we appreciate all of our all of our supporters, especially our $25 patrons, Chris Comfort and Atonic. We also now have a uh, if you know if you if you want to donate but you don't want to do a monthly donation we do have a one time donate button on our on our website now that goes directly to our PayPal account you can check it out there in the meantime thank you all very much for listening and we'll see you all next time say goodbye everybody bye, bye. <coughs> goodbye.